Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Do something that changes up your energy and find someone that you can have a conversation like this with. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. (laughs) 
good morning. Are we in your car or are we at the bar? We're Don't in- you wonder where we are right now with people that yeah. all rhymed? I wish that we were in an RV going <sighs> to see people. Oh my God. Oh my God. Don't even plant that seed. I literally just saw a big RV with our faces on the side, but like, so cute. You know how they do like news anchor ones, but like funny ones, like back to back (laughs) with some really great font that's glitter. Oh, it's going to be the best font ever. Super cheesy. How do you feel about that song? Welcome to the jungle. Does that give you a really good workout or are you more like, I, I love to it. Sit this one out. Guns and roses. Oh yeah. I think they're great. I love them. And that's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. Somehow in like third grade, you know, where the desks pop up on oh, hinges. Yeah. Yeah. I had found, like, I don't even know where I got it from. I found, like, you know, those things that you got from the fair, they were like glass and they had the band inside and like a little frame around them. Yes. I had found a Motley Crue one and I knew that these cute boys that I like liked Motley Crue. So I taped it to the top of my desk as if I was the largest Motley Crue fan in third grade. Obviously. And I don't think it did anything for that relationship. They didn't come over? But I'll never forget in third grade being like, yeah, Motley Crue. Motley Crue, third. Wow, you're a really cool third grader. I, you know, I really was. I, I <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It's interesting. I was really aggressive as well because I had two crushes in third grade. Really? And here's the best part. So <laughs> I got some inside information because my mom cleaned the house of one of the boys. So she knew. So she would talk to the his mom and she found out that I chased him down on the playground, tackled him and forced him to kiss me. <laughs> and what did, what did, I'm sure he liked it. That's when I was still kind of cute. Yeah. So I think he did. <laughs> I think he loved it. That's what before, boy doesn't love being chased on the playground to be kissed? I don't know. He acted like he didn't like it, but... <laughs> But but what I do remember is my mom cleaned his house for a long time and it was like years later. Yeah. And he said he had a crush on me when he was younger. But yeah. <gasps> what could have been? You know, what could have been? I think I'd be, I'd still be in Upper Michigan. Yep. You might still be, you'd be going to Motley Crue concerts. That's for sure. That's a for sure. Are they still around? I don't even know. I bet we could go to the Troubadour. Yeah. Which is a famous rock cafe. I here. saw Rocket Man over the weekend. What did you think? I loved it. <sighs> did you download the songs the, immediately on after? On the way home, oh. Adam and I were like, Rocket Man on Sp- or Elton John on Spotify the whole <laughs> like exactly day. What we did. We went and took a PCH ride, which is like the highway along the ocean here, if you guys don't know it. And we turned it on and we just like it's so I, great. I pulled up the words on my phone. We just sang and sang. It was his story is amazing. Oh my god. When he hugs the little boy. I know. It's just everyone should see it. I had no idea his childhood was the way it was and how much he went through. I didn't know that either, but I will say I really it just it's a constant reminder that like our all of our struggles are creating something amazing, but so then true. it's also that um struggle with like the extremes. Yeah. Because he ran into some extreme problems. Some really extreme problems. Drugs and alcohol. Yeah. I'm and glad other things. That he turned his life around. 
Me too. I was proud of him. I can't believe he just went sober. Me neither. That was amazing. Everyone should see that movie. It is so good. I I will say, I don't think it's as good as Bohemian Rhapsody, but it is just a different type of good. I agree. That movie just blew me away. Bohemian Rhapsody. I One of the best. Oh my God. That's right. We saw it together. (laughs) And we, I don't think either one of us were, we were like, what is this? I don't know. I had no clue. Me neither. I mean, I knew what the song was, but I did not know that I was stepping into like one of my favorite movies of all all time. Seriously. We came out of there and we, so we were in Florida. We just got off the Oprah cruise and we were we were in a we were in another world because 7 days on a cruise ship for people who don't like cruising. Yeah. And we cuz we were also had a major generational gap, gap. there. Yep. Yeah. So um and we were hungry. We were hungry for life. Yep. <laughs> and that just like fueled us. I really really think that that pulled us into another level so that we could go home in a better place. I think it did. I'm thankful for that movie. So thank you, Queen. Thank you, Queen. I mean, he is the gift that keeps on giving. Agreed. I wanted to name my child after him. That's how high I was. Listen, you still can. I was like, is it Freddie or is it Mercury or do I just go for it? Just go for it. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's going to rock you. You had to. It was terrible. I'll edit that out. All right. Do you have a do you have a quote? <laughs> yes. And I, wow, I screamed that. Um, it's by yes, yes. your favorite or one of your Rumi. You love Rumi, right? Oh, yeah. Rumi's tattooed on my arm. Rumi. Yeah. <laughs> they say, he's, he, it's a he, right? Uh-huh. Stop acting so small. You are in the universe in ecstatic motion. Wow. What made you pick that quote? That is so good. I just really liked it because I feel like I have been acting small. I agree. You know? Because you are right? larger than life. We I'm just so- calling you out right now. Because Seriously. I have been thinking about you a lot because I've been thinking about me. <laughs> I kind of feel like we're in a bit of the same spot right now. I do too. Where I'm like, hmm. Funky town? Yeah. Funky funk town. What a good, I'm good, but just funky. Yeah, I'm marinating in it. Yeah. Like you have to be here in order to go to your next level, but it also. I'm overcooked. Yeah, totally. My been, poker's out. Yeah, I've been marinated for a long time. It's time to get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I, definitely. I don't even know what to say to that. But um. so anyway, I really, that quote is beautiful because I, I'm feeling another level coming on. Me too. And I have a weird goal that includes you, but I can't tell you yet. I'll tell you after this podcast and you guys will be filled in later. And that's so annoying as a listener to hear right now. So I'm going to skip over that. So here's my quote. Here's my quote. It's from Marie Forleo's new book. Not an ad, but I did get an early copy because, you know, you're great because I can share it with you guys. (laughs) All right. So um, it says, and this is just her quote, starting small and sucky beats staying stucky. I think that's for us too. That's so good. I really needed to hear that. So maybe you get that on your arm. Starting small and sucky is better than staying. staying stucky. A to the men. Do you want to get the same tattoo as me with that on there? On our necks. Oh my God. So for our RV picture, we can just hold like we can hold our arms or our necks out like and be like, stings, stings, stucky, small and sucky. It's staying stucky. All right. So. No, that's great. Yeah. That's a really, really good one because it is the truth. And here's the thing. Like I keep fast forwarding to the end of my life. Wow. And being like, do I, 
am I going to regret not starting this thing? Because it's a beast and it's beautiful. Yes. Like most beasts. Mm-hmm. Beauty and, and beast. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a resounding like, yes, I will regret this for sure. Um, so I've seen another movie, which was cute. This is a random thought, but I, since I've been going to every movie, because <laughs> I'll tell you, like, it's the best movies thing to great. look forward to at the end of the day. I used to hate movies. Do you know, I never watched, I never went to movies with Chris until like two and a half years ago. And now I'm addicted. Are you serious? I couldn't I sit still. I huge movie people. No, I could not sit still. Like I hated it. I just had, I had too much to get out into the world that it made me feel like I was doing nothing and I just couldn't sit still. I had to be doing something while I was watching a movie, whether it was cleaning or on my phone or whatever. Um, So now I love them. So we also saw Men in Black, which was cute. I need to see that. That's a new one, right? With a girl playing one of the guys. Yeah. It was so, yes, it was so good. Um, And Thor plays Liam Neeson. No, Liam Neeson plays a main character and then Chris Hemsworth. He is a good looking man. I told you that he went to our gym and he was doing a plank next to me. And I was like, are you, are you serious right now? Thor is planking next to me. (laughs) Did you, who planked longer? Because I feel like you would easily plank longer. He planked longer, but, um, because you had to go do something. I was like, show me your hammer. (laughs) He didn't like that. Only in LA can you say you plank next to Thor. I know. It's true. That's Hillary really Swank cool. works out there too all the time. And I'm like, what's up, Billy No Baby? Yeah, what? Let's do I don't say boxing. that. <laughs> she did say hi to me once. And I was like, hi. Hi, Hill. Hi, Hill. How's your boxing going? Seriously. She's buff. She's, she seems really cool too. She's freaking amazing. Like she is so nice. She talks to everyone. <sighs> of course she does. I know. <laughs> it's out of control. <laughs> do we have a review? Yeah, it's really cute. I love that you pick pick the reviews. I do too. I love reading them. This one's short and sweet, but I really liked it. Um, It's from Maya Jojo. And they said, I seriously love the Q&A episodes. You both are uplifting and motivating. Love listening at work to keep myself positive and feeling blessed. That Maya just made me Jojo? Happy. Maya Jojo. Maybe that's our new tattoo. Yeah, Maya Maybe Jojo. We do like a review with stars under it and be like, this is a reminder that we're awesome. <laughs> Let's just do all the reviews I've read. <laughs> I just want a thick collar neck tattoo of reviews. Be like, I yeah. t- I got this idea from iTunes. Here's my review. <laughs> oh, this is what people think of me. Yeah. My Jojo. <laughs> my Jojo. But Thank you, really Maya nice. Jojo. Yeah. We're going to send you something awesome. Yeah. She has the email customer service. Yeah. Email customer service at lauriharder.com. Grazie. Com. Grazie. Um, do you have a question? Oh yeah, actually I have a real question. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm excited for this. Let's see if I have a real answer. I might give you a fake one. Okay, this will be good. So I was listening to a Goop podcast yesterday. Yeah. You know, Gwyneth Paltrow Goop. Okay, I've never listened to her podcast. Does she actually talk on it? She does on some. Okay. But this one was some other woman who works for her and she they were talking about body work and yeah. releasing energy. And it yes. was really interesting. Okay. What is your pelvic floor? I don't know what that means. The bottom of your vagina. Okay. So it's literally <laughs> just like down in there. Yeah, I believe so. So it's, I think it's where, no, this is for everyone who knows about pelvic floors, who researches them, yeah. who cleans them. I don't know. Yeah, Sounds likely. Down. <laughs> it's a floor. I don't know. Do you pine saw it? I think it's where, and if you have children in the car, maybe you don't want that, but I think it's like where you do like the Kegel muscle. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Well, I just learned so much about your pelvic floor and what were they teaching about it? Well, they were talking about just where you hold, how we're all energy. Yeah. We're all movement and how you can hold things in different places. And, um, talking about like being, when you feel stuck or if you're Mm. in a real redundant pattern, you need to do something different Yeah, because your energy is doing the same crap over and over. Oh my God. They did not say it like this. They were much more eloquent. And I think this is very clear. Same old crap. I think that's really, (laughs) I think that's a translation for all of us who understand the basics. (laughs) Right. I still don't know. I guess you hold a lot of stuff in your pelvic floor or something. Or that's where I've been feeling really heavy lately. (laughs) Because it's kind of like weighing you down. I don't know. Yeah. How do I release the floodgates? (laughs) Right. I don't know. Let's figure that out. I feel stuck. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I got to figure out how to loosen that up. I know. I just (laughs) kicking things off with pelvic floor. (laughs) I got to get some Lysol down there. All right. So, I mean, honestly, I don't know how you, you, I, I'm guessing you I do body either. work or you move it around or you find yeah. a Reiki master or something like that. I think I want to try one of those because I think it'd be interesting. In order to be a Reiki master, do you get one of those boxes with sand in that little mini rake? You do. <laughs> and you invite your people over and then you're like, here, rake this for a couple of minutes and then I'll tell you what your life is. I've done this for 57 <laughs> hours. I am an enlightened Reiki master. I'm just kidding. Like, really, I love people who do energy do. work. I think it's really I'm going to them. I'm waiting in line for them. Amen. Release all of my energy that Get. is stuck below. Do you? I'm serious though. I'm really giving massive props to Reiki masters, but now I can't get that picture out of my head of the midi rake for hours a night. (laughs) Oh Uh, Lord. Okay. Do you want a real question? I would love. I think your question was very valid. Thank you. We have to validate ourselves. No one else is going to. Yeah. Thanks, Lori. That was important. (sighs) Okay. This one comes from Tay underscore Pelletier. Tay Pelletier. Tay Pelletier. Why can't my mom was just like Lori? Yeah. <laughs> Tay Pelletier. Tay sounds French. It does. I'm just making that up. What is your favorite thing <laughs> to do when you need a quick reset for your brain? Mm, you know, I go to a Reiki master. Um, <laughs> but really, I, I, I might, my might start going. <laughs> <laughs> What's something? I go for a walk. Yeah. Hands down. Like, and if I can't go for a walk in that moment, um, I will either listen to music or I will go get up and make some tea or some water or I'll jump, like literally put on a song and jump around. Because for me, just like yeah. with, honestly, people with, uh, who do Reiki, they, uh, move energy. They look mm-hmm. for blocks. They do things like that. Like you're just, you're stuck energy. So, and like you were saying, like that was so much wisdom with, like you have to do different things. You have to move your energy around. Yeah. Um, in my friend Peter Kelly's book, have you read that book yet? Earth no, is hiring. It is so incredibly good. She's huge on this. Like if you you're not going to love your life if you don't do something different often. Oh. Like it is just if you're wondering why you feel stuck, it's because your life is stuck on repeat. Like yeah. take a different route. Like go to a different gym. Like you we shouldn't do the same things every single day for a whole life. And it doesn't take a whole life change up. It just Mm -hmm. takes like an activity, switching something up and you'll watch, like it'll be uncomfortable. You won't want to do it. 
Yeah. And then when you start doing it, you start to feel that heaviness lift because the heaviness is just stuck energy. So I try to just do something different. Just do something different if your brain is feeling groggy, foggy, stuck, joggy. Yeah. I don't know. Sticky, tacky. What do you do? I like walking. George mm-hmm. helps me with that. Yeah. And even just going to a different room mm-hmm. or listening to a song. Yeah. Music. Rocket Man. Rocket Man. What on Elton John? What's your favorite Elton John song right now? Oh, it's so hard. Mine is, um, well, you think. Let's see. It is, um, I don't, I think I like some of the slower ones. That's why they call it the blues, that one. Oh, that's a Rolling really Rolling like thunder under, wait, under the covers. And I guess that's why they call it the blues. You're good, oh, Damn, that's a good song. What's the Yellow Brick Road one? I like that one too. It's sad, but good. We're going to figure that out. Oh yeah. When you're going to come down. When, oh, I'll just I have chills, not from myself, from picturing the movie. It's so good. <laughs> you guys have to go and see it. I'm telling you, we need to be the, ne- the I next. Know. We should go promote. Liskel and Ebert. Liskel and Ebert coming at you hot. Yeah, coming at you real hot. What's the next question? Um, Thank you for that first question, by the way. You're welcome. Okay, this is an interesting question that I can totally relate to. Okay. Um, at Alicia Lindsay asked, how do you deal with quote unquote LA people? I just don't understand them. Where, I liked this question. Where is she from? I don't know. Okay. Let's just pretend she's not from here. Mm-hmm. But when I think of LA people, I also think of Midwest people because we all have our thing. Like mm-hmm. to be honest with you, and this is so generalizing, but we did go on book tour together and yep. everyone did answer this question for us. Do you remember the questions I asked when yes. we were in the room? Yeah. So I said, what stops, uh, I would ask rooms full of anywhere from 200 to like 300 women. Mm-hmm. And I would say, what stops you from connecting or what is the like, what are people known for in this area? And in the Midwest, everybody all at once sang like a choir said, being passive aggressive. Yes. Yes. And then in LA, I asked the same question and they said being flaky. Yep. And I know it's a sweeping statement, but when two to 300 people all answer at once, like a choir, and that's what everybody hears, you're kind of like, oh, there's some generalizations that could potentially be true. Yes. So if we went with the potentiality, is that a word? Sure. Great. I, I love I think it. It sounds great. Awesome. Let's yeah. create a dictionary. Um, that's the new business, by the way. Just Let's kidding. Ebert. <laughs> you, you, you just realize that we all have our thing. Mm-hmm. So when I think of LA people, I just think of what was it about that that had that you know made them have have to tap into that for survival. Yes. And I think in the Midwest, it's because we always have to be together, and we're supposed to love our family and. The only way to survive being together all the time is to be nice to their face and talk about them behind their backs. True. And in LA, we're so protective of our time because we always like, I don't know, this is, I'm making this up as I go. I like it. So let's see where the storyline goes. Yeah. This is what you do as a writer as well. Just make it up. Right. Um, Let it out. Yeah. Just tap into the, the, whatever source you're tapped into. And right now I think I might be, I don't know, I'm tapped into something like maybe a bug light. So... (laughs) A bug light at Home Depot is what I'm feeling right now. (laughs) Dink, dink. That's a mosquito being zapped in case you didn't know. (laughs) 
And I think in LA, it's like we flake because we're exhausted. We have too mm-hmm. much oh, like pulling at us all of the time. So we say yes because it's so shiny, like everything in LA is. You're like, yes, yep. I want to go to that book launch. Yes, but it's Monday through Sunday. And so then we flake because we're exhausted and we can't deal with two hours of sitting in traffic. For, and, and that's real. That is real. Two you hours is legitimately real. Five miles equals two hours if you leave after four o'clock. It's so true. So I'm like, I'm not eating. Like if you if you translate that to the Midwest, that would be like me driving to like another county. Exactly. To 10 other counties. Yeah. Nobody does that. Nobody's like, you know what? I'm in Wisconsin right now, but I'm going to go to Minnesota for yeah. dinner. No one does that. Nobody. But we do that here. And we then totally we're like, do. why am I so tired? So you start flaking because you had yeah. 40 experiences like that and you can't drive to another state for dinner. You be home. You do. So you're like, start flaking. But here's the thing. You have to start setting boundaries and saying no. And that's a hard thing for people. Yeah. In the Midwest, we just say yes because it's five minutes away. And then we have to and talk shit when we go home because we're also equally exhausted. <laughs> All right, it's so let's different. get back to the question because none of that even matters for what this this woman asked. I liked asked. it though. So how do you deal with a- LA people? It's how you deal with people in general. Mm-hmm. I think you have massive compassion for whatever their story is, for why they are how they are. Yep. And also I so respect LA people because they have had to survive out here yeah. with crazy high prices, massive comparison, everyone telling you that you should look and be a certain way. So true. And I think that you just create your bubble wherever you are, because I'll tell you coming from the Midwest, like I, it was hard for me at first with LA people, but now Same. I'm obsessed with them because I love that they are, they're dream chasers. And so open. Yes. And they have to talk about themselves in order to network because most of them are networking and it's how a business on your own or, you know, being a whatever, whatever it is, like that's the only way for it to survive is to share your passion and talk about yourself and say what you're doing. So I always think when someone's like bragging or saying what they do, it's so they can connect a network. I don't know. I love LA people. I do too. And I felt the same way when I first moved here as this person did. I was like, how do I even, who are these people? Yeah, I was like, I cannot talk about green juice and my acting class. Right. And now I'm like, I love green juice. I know. And I was like, tell me about your acting class. Yeah. Like, can I join? (laughs) And I also heard something on this Goop podcast too. They were talking about the feeling of envy Mm. and how a lot of times when you see people and you're like, I don't understand them but you're kind of envious of them, you should think about that. So maybe- Explore it. Yeah. Maybe there's something you actually really like about LA people that you want in yourself. That's exactly how I felt. And I didn't realize that I was being triggered because I was like, how are they able to just share so openly? Yes. And also not, they don't, they don't care. They do not care. And here, here's another thing. Like, you, you almost can't like, yes, you can, but you almost can't care about everything because it's as human beings, yeah, everything that's around us in LA, you have to block certain things out and you have to just let things roll off your back and almost act as if certain things are not existing for you to actually function. That's same with New York. Like mm-hmm. you wonder why people can't smile. I did a test in New York for myself and I was like, that is it. Yeah. I'm going to, turn these a-holes days around. Like yeah. I was like, I'm going to smile at everyone in this coffee line. I'm going to make everyone like, I'm going to be this bright light. 
and I was wearing a jacket that had color in it, and yeah. it wasn't black, and my hair was blonde, and I was like, I'm going to be a light you on the street. Tan. Well, I did. Yeah. It was out of control. I was like, I'm just going to come in like a tidal wave of love. Yeah. By block number two, <laughs> I was like, I can't smile anymore. Like, this is too many people. I th- I just want to get a black jacket and blend and rest. Yep. I was exhausted. Just get to from point it A to point B. It was too many people. It was too exhausting. It was holding too many doors. It was saying hi way too many times and making like yeah. really massive connection with people because I was just turned down so many times by people that I was overwhelmed. But you did it. You tried. I did it. And I realized like you kind of have to protect your energy and you save yeah. it for the line at Starbucks, you know? Right. And then you save it for the moments that you really want to let that light shine. Yeah. You can't let it shine all the time. It has to have rest. Yeah, or you're exhausted. Yeah, you got to plug it in. So that's really where, like, you, yeah. Like, why am I picturing myself as a Glade plug-in right now? What's your name, Glade? Plug-in, last name. I need to plug it in right now. <laughs> I think we have time for one more question. Okay. Because clearly we're we're nailing these. Yeah, I think so far we've been really good. Yeah, I think we've really added value to the world this morning. <laughs> oh, no. Where am I doing? Okay. Um... This is from at Tracy DiStefano. Tracy DiStefano. DiStefano. How do you have an abundance mindset and be responsible with your money? That's a good question. Ooh, that's so good. How do you have an abundant (laughs) mindset and be responsible with your money? I think that there is a difference of you're not being irresponsible and like, oh, I'm abundant. I'm going to buy that Porsche over there because (laughs) I'm abundant. And your checkbook is like, you got a hundred dollar in there. (laughs) You are not abundant. It's a feeling that when you are spending the money that you have on things that are logical, that you are not in a lack mentality. And this was huge for me because like my heart used to race at the checkout counter when I would just mm-hmm. buy everyday normal things. Like, can I afford the expensive Greek yeah. yogurt? And I stopped using words like expensive. And I was like, can I? Yeah. Like I can handle this Greek yogurt. Like, I don't know if I said I can handle it. But <laughs> it will digest. I will, di- I will not have diarrhea today. <laughs> But I probably did. I don't know. Yeah. Dairy is a tough one for me. Dairy is tough. Yeah. It just, you know what? It It curdles. It gets in there. Um, It gets in there. Does. Does its thing. It like goes in with boxing gloves. Go on. That's our little bell for we hit digestive talk for the (laughs) The day. We did it. We did it. Proud of us. Yeah. Thought we were going to skip over that. Nope. Um, yeah, it's a, it's literally a feeling. So practice the feeling of when you're checking out with your normal life of being yeah. like, you don't even think about money. You just think there is always enough and I'm always able to meet my needs. That was huge for me. I'm like, I love that. there's always enough. I'm always able to meet my needs. And then once in a while, I also would like splurge on things. Like when I was out, instead of, you know, if I was having a cocktail with my husband, I would order like the champagne. And we all know yeah. champagne's like way more expensive than maybe a normal drink or whatever that looks like. Exactly. And I was like, oh, this is, oh, we'll go back to Amber's. Like this is luxury. Yeah. Oh, like I Amber. deserve this. Yes. Let's bring her back in. Like luxury. luxury. No, she's probably listening. She's listening. She's probably hey, listening and like putting on little white lace gloves, like <laughs> as she drives, being like, "I'm luxurious," and but she's she probably does. getting a plane ticket upgraded right yeah. now. Yeah, 
But that's how she does it because she has that mentality that yes. she is living a life of luxury. Oh my God. So go get a pair of white lace gloves, put them on slowly and yeah. sip a glass of champagne and like just tickle your arms while you do it. Tickle your own arms and say luxury. luxury. Be like, I'm luxurious. Pet your hair. Put on a put on a hat with a feather on it. You know what? Peacock feather. You probably could find something in your house that you haven't had in a long time. Just like get something out and be like, this is luxury. Oh, put on a costume necklace, like the ones that are just like six inches around on your neck so you look like Queen Elizabeth. And put on white lace gloves and be like, I'm serious though. This is gonna be an act, and this is gonna be one of our pictures on the side of that bus. Yeah, luxury. Luxury. And we'll just watch people throw money at our heads. Yeah, and then we'll go adopt a bunch of dogs. Yeah, start a farm. Yeah. <laughs> who was who it on the farm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Old McDonald. Old McDonald's. Wow, that was bad. I'll call you OM. Oh, <laughs> oh, I went oh. to a cool farm recently. Did you really? Where was it? Yeah, it's outside of LA. It's called Apricot Lane Farms. You should really go. That is so cute. It's really cool. What was there? Um, They have... <laughs> cows and this really cool pig named Emma and dogs named Emma goats sheep it's sustainable farm and they're really cool and they sell their stuff and like Irwan and things like that no yeah it's really cool you should there's a movie about them oh my god big little farm okay guys you can go to that and if you don't know what Irwan is it is a bougie (laughs) it is the nice grocery place you have to wear your costume jewelry and your lace gloves there you cannot touch the fruit without lace gloves. No, exactly. You guys, this is for real. People go on dates there. It is so Because there's nice. tables outside with fireplaces. And I'm like, this is a grocery store. I almost took my brother there. I said, no, this is a luxury grocery store. It's crazy. And he said, what the hell is that? And I was like, you don't have lace gloves. We can't yeah. go. <laughs> you don't have your jacket on. <laughs> your jacket and tie. Just kidding. You can go in normal clothes. Yeah. But truly, people go on dates there. You can't spend less than $20 once you walk in. Yeah, on a kombucha. Yeah. (laughs) On that note, we got to go. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Bye. Bye. (laughs) It's more just so Evans gets to work on time. But um, thank God we have that deadline or we would just infiltrate people's eardrums for hours. It would be hours of this. Your ratings. I'm sorry. (sighs) Actually, they'd be through the roof. What are your last words? My last words, not for life, for sure. Oh, no. I don't want this for, like on my gravestone. No, for this <laughs> That'd day. That'd be awful. For this day. You know, I just want to say, do something that changes up your energy and find someone that you can have a conversation like this with. That is so nice. Yeah. I love that. It makes me happy. It makes me happy You got too. parting words? I would say do that and um, listen to Elm John when you're doing it. And that's it. Amen. Have the best day. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought and honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. 
Hey y'all, I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? 
In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori.